Hello and welcome to Tales from the Hook Season 2. I'm your host, Katie Kelleher, otherwise known as Katie Cranes. I'm guessing you've listened the whole way through Season 1 and you are back for some more. If you are, that's great. If you're not, you can expect many more stories in construction, many more people who work in the industry, their stories, what they do, how they got into it and what they're up to now. So hopefully it will be an exciting ride. So hold on, strap in and enjoy it. This podcast has been very kindly sponsored by our friends over at Libra. If you want to find out more about Libra's products or brilliant innovations, please click the link at the bottom. So today on Tales from the Hook, we have Kate Fahey, the teenage trailblazer. I've read that Kate is Ireland's first female crane operator. Kate can quantify whether that's true or not. Ireland's youngest crane operator. And I've seen Kate everywhere from On The Tools, RTE, Daily Mail, New York Post, The Sun, Lad Bible, absolutely social media sensation, just doing what she does. And welcome to the show, Kate. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm good. Are you all right? Yeah, good. All good. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. So are you Ireland's first female crane operator? I can't actually answer that. I know when I started <laughs> at, at the beginning, all everyone was saying to me, oh, you're the first female tower crane operator, because I know there definitely was female mobile operators, 100%. Yeah. But I think, and and at the time, there was no females operating a tower crane in Ireland. So it, they say that I was the first tower crane operator, but uh, definitely not the first crane operator anyway. Okay, so maybe the first, well, well, it's, I mean, it's still a big thing. I mean, are you Ireland's youngest crane, or were you Ireland's youngest crane operator? I know you've you've aged a little bit since all these videos and things. I think at the beginning I was probably the youngest, um, because like it's, it's kind of, I don't exactly know for sure, but I became a crane operator when I was, 18 so there was no one else as young as that like I had a great opportunity to get into cranes like normally people don't get that opportunity until like later down the line in construction so I think um that one kind of is a bit true <laughs> no I, and, and, and I love it I absolutely I, I just I'm going to tell everyone you are anyway regardless of whether you are or not because I think it's a good story and I think I've seen you all over social media I mean like massive videos I think it was about a year ago that I first saw you pop up and people kept tagging me in your things, like you need to check her out. And and I just remember watching your video, and I was like, "That's awesome! That's so bloody awesome what you're doing." Um, so you're based, you're from Galway Island. Yeah, from Galway. Was uh, born and raised in Galway, in the west of Ireland, and uh, started working in construction in Dublin. Though, then I did a small short stint in Galway, but I'm back in Dublin now, and down along the east coast because there's more tower cranes in dublin there's more tower cranes in dublin but home <laughs> is still going do you is it just tower cranes you do or do you do crawlers as well kate i've i've actually just got my crawler crane ticket there maybe about two months ago and um, nice. when i started working for a new company they put me through the crawler crane ticket so i was so lucky and the, craw- the crawlers are lovely i love the crawlers I always preferred crawlers. See, I when I did yeah. my, I won't bore you to sentences, but when I did my uh, apprenticeship, I did towers and crawlers, and then I went really, to crawlers yeah. afterwards. And 
as much as I, I didn't mind operating tower cranes, I didn't like looking between my legs all day long. Yeah, and everyone everyone said to me, um, oh, get, get yourself a real crane license, get yourself the proper crane license. And I was like, towers have to be the best. Like, you know, because like, the mobiles you have to set up. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, everyone would be laughing at me trying to pull out the pads. Like. <laughs> but then I was, I was just... I loved the crawlers. Once I got into them, I was like, no, these are, these are unreal. I love them. I was the same. And do you know what it was with crawlers? Apart from you can go to the toilet when you like, which was another huge oh, selling point for me. Absolutely. <laughs> they just felt a little bit more accurate with a tower crane. Each tower crane varied so much. So you know absolutely. what I mean. They keep traveling and each one travels yeah. a certain amount when you stop the crane. And it's, I just found it really unpredictable. Whereas a crawler kind of, they're all kind of, they're a little bit more accurate to me they're yeah. a bit more accurate and they can lift bigger weights you feel you feel like more of a boss driving them <laughs> <laughs> so what's That's that what I so, like as well. so crawler crane operators are the boss of the construction site was that kind oh of... <laughs> i think so i think so <laughs> i'm gonna wind it back um before we get as interesting as I like going into the differences between crawlers and towers <laughs> and uh, what's the best. But so why crane operating, Kate? When you went to school, did you think, I'm going to I'm gonna come out of school, I'm going to do what I need to do and I'm going to go into cranes? No, no. I never thought of construction in the first place. I mean, we've I've been around construction my whole life, so I actually don't know why it's never popped into my head because I think it actually might have been that I was actually more turned off it than enticed into it because I've seen how hard dad had to work down through the years and I was like no I don't want that I don't want late nights early mornings you know in the winter you're you don't see you're not home when it's bright like you're gone when it's dark you're home when it's dark so like not a notion am I doing that and I wanted at first I wanted to become a, a lawyer do law wow. then it, it changed to um veterinary for a while and I applied to go to college in Budapest and really, and truly, I wouldn't be here in construction only for COVID hit because my parents said that uh, I couldn't go to Budapest by myself during lockdown because I was only 18 and I wouldn't get to know anyone because it was all locked down over there. So they said, take a year out. So I was like, great, okay, fine, I'll take a year out. I'll make a bit of money. Like there was a few tears and a, a bit of tantrums thrown first when I eventually gave in. And then dad said, you'll come with me for you'll work with me, I'll give you a job in the office in the site in Dublin. You know, you'll get to see Dublin, it'll be kind of getting used to living in a bigger place. Like, so I was like, okay, like Dublin, it's only up the road, like it's fine. <laughs> it's not quite Budapest. But I'm like, bearing in mind, I'm from the middle of nowhere. So, you know, it was it was culture shock. But um, I went up to Dublin, I absolutely despised it. Oh my God. It was like my father coming into my bedroom in the morning in Dublin get up for work like get up and I'd be like I don't want to I don't want to and then I just hated the office it was so boring but then gradually I started to gain an interest in construction now it took a long time I had to get to know the lads once I started to get to know the lads started having the crack on site I got the courage to kind of venture out on site like a few times a day seeing what's going on having the chats with the lads then you couldn't get me off the site. Like I was never in the office. Where's Kate to do this? Well, she's out on site somewhere talking to someone. Like I was never in the office then. I didn't want to be in the office. So it just happened. I never thought about 
the cranes at all. Like I, I knew there was a tower crane there and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. But I never thought about it. So I had to get a form to the crane driver to fill out. And the lad said, go up with it, sure. And they were all laughing, <laughs> thinking that I wouldn't make it to the top. They were just, because some of them had went got weak at the knees on the way up the floor and had to turn around. So I was like, oh my God, if I start this climb, I, I have to finish it. So then I was like, will I wait for him? Will I not? Will I let him come down? Will I go up? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go up. I'm going to see what it's like. But my brother, he's in construction ahead of me as well. He had gone up and he was like, you're not going to make it up. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Like, this isn't good. And this man is six foot four, big, strong man. He's like, no, I was scared up there. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, I ventured on up and I didn't think about the heights at all. I think maybe I was distracted by making sure I got to the top. Yeah. That then I didn't think about it at all. And I got to the top, Paddy, the Korean driver, he's a lovely man. He was like, sit into the seat. And I was just like, oh my God, this is unreal. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Like we were right beside the government buildings in Dublin and we could see right across the city. We were in city centre. And I was like, like, who else gets to see this? It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. So then he was showing me the controls and then he was like, Kate, you could actually operate the crane right now. After like 10 minutes. I was like, really? And he was like, no, I swear to God. He's like, you could operate the crane right now. You're getting your crane license. And I was like, "Love it." okay. And he was kind of pushing then. So then I had to go get my uh, stinger signaler when she got that. And I actually loved being the Banksman. Oh Did my you? God. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was just the best job ever. Now you'd be so tired. I My little feet were walked off me. <laughs> but oh my God, it was such good crack having chats to all the lads see that's what I love it's just if I could express it to anyone it's just the atmosphere and nobody yeah. that's not in construction they don't get that you know and I didn't get that like you know when dad come home and he'd tell a funny story at work he'd be like oh we could crack today I'm like it's work but <laughs> now I'm just like oh my god I absolutely love it and I I'm so glad I did it because I I wasn't going to and then I just Paddy kind of pushed me along dad was like anytime I wanted like he was just like yep go go practice in the crane go practice okay, in the crane yeah. get your ticket like I was so lucky and you know both my parents were so supportive of me then I decided then in this in the September that I wasn't going to go to college then again because I had got my banks when I was in the middle of my crane so I was like no I'm not going to go to college and they were just like that's fine like that's that's perfectly fine you do you so I'm so lucky in that regard you know because I saw you smashing it. They just, I think, I think that is. They probably saw that you were happy doing what you were doing, and I think you know. that's it. You know, and as if long you, as, look, as long you as happy. Kate, if you ever want to go to Budapest and pursue that dream, you've got plenty of time as well. <laughs> and you've always got, got that story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've always got that story. Well, I was gonna go, and then I become a crane operator, and I, yeah. I think it's fascinating. And it, do you know you're talking about the the guys walking up? and freaking out i freaked out when i first went up a tower crane. and i was going to ask you about it how you took to it and it's weird isn't it and it, because i'd never been up anything that high before i'd never climbed ladders that go that and not yeah. many people have and i got halfway up and the ladder shook a little bit it just moved oh. there was just a well, little it's, yeah i know the ones that i fully <laughs> that i got that is when they were like watch your step on that ladder on the way up and i had it in my head so i wasn't too bad <laughs> But, I just oh, went. It, it, I went completely pale, and I a bit like you. I kind of thought, well, I can either go down, and then I've, you know, I've let myself down. I've embarrassed myself. Yeah. Right, and go up, 
and I can just do it. And after that, I was fine. But that first time really scared the shit out of me, to be honest. Really, yeah. And, I, and it's so funny because I would have been quite a scaredy yeah. cat, like a real scaredy cat, like roller coasters and stuff wouldn't do them. Now I would go on any roller coaster, any water slide, yeah. anything. I went on holidays there to a theme park not so long ago. I went on everything. There was no problem. I couldn't get over myself. I was like, oh, my God, damn, this is a great job. It's just frightened the life out of me. But it's like all my fears are gone. So you become a bit of a thrill seeker. I think what drives you on as well, which is a bit like me, just listening to you, the fact that people are saying you couldn't do it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you have to prove and, people wrong, don't you? Yeah, and I think as well, like, people were saying, oh, you're working for your daddy in Dublin. And, like, even now to this day, people are like, oh, do you think she'd be operating the crane if her father wasn't there? People, like, realistically, yeah. I probably wouldn't because he well. gave me the opportunity. But he wasn't the one who tested me on the day, like, but like, even though, like, realistically, I probably wouldn't be a crane operator without him, because that's how I got into construction in the first place. But like, he wasn't there sitting when I was doing my tests and stuff. So like, he's he's not even a crane operator himself. Exactly. So. And you know what? I was going to touch on this with you, Kate, because I did see your social media posts and read through some of the comments on there. And while a lot of them were really positive, there was a lot of negativity and there was oh, a lot that it's, it's cause of her dad it's cause of this it's cause of that and I thought yeah oh, poor girl and do you know what if you're a guy out on site most guys get into construction because their fathers do it and nobody yeah. says nothing it doesn't make any difference why should it yeah he's only expected to do it exactly but because because yeah. your father was working on site and I seen your dad in the video and he looked really proud by the way but um yeah. <laughs> because he was in the video oh it's because of her dad she's only doing it because I couldn't honestly and I mean I'm guessing you read through the same comments yeah like I remember when like the, the first kind of thing that came out was the RTE post and I remember the views just getting more and more like the next day and I was sitting in the tower frame there wasn't many lifts on and I was scrolling yeah. and scrolling and scrolling. And I'm not going to lie to you, it was eating me alive. I was like, why did I even become a crane operator? Like, literally, like, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I actually doing? Like, you question everything about yourself. But, like, now I'm so lucky. Like, I, I could not care less. I yeah. could not care less. But see, like, even I think maybe England is as bad as Ireland, but I know Ireland is full of small-minded, jealous people. Like, people just have no, like, especially in rural Ireland, there's some people that just can't, that just can't accept to change and can't accept to, you know, new things happening, like women going on to site, all that sort of stuff. Like It's, and I, I was going to ask how you felt about the comments, because it's not, I mean, I've, you know, I've read stuff that I've done and comments on it, and they didn't nowhere near have the exposure that your videos had, this kind of worldwide exposure that leaves you open to everyone's opinions about what they believe about you and what they think about you and this kind of criticism about what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you got into it, even down to, you know, the clothes you're wearing, what, you know, yeah. people are really... Colour my really hair. Horror. People like, are really horrible. Yeah, they're crazy crazy and I, I you know and I, I I don't take criticism very well and I don't and I think you don't know me why are you being so awful like because yeah. I wouldn't do it to someone else I never quite understood why yeah. people feel that need to yeah it's it's annoying when they attack you personally yeah like when it's specific to you like I found it very hard especially with the New York Post because 
I didn't give the headline they put on it. Yes. Yeah. It, it was a really bad headline. I it it was taking what I said really out of context and like as if I hate all men. Yes. I mean, yeah. I have the strongest men in the world behind me. I'd be nowhere near where I am today without men. You know, I have such strong men even out on site there today. There's men out there that have they're the reason I'm here like. So I just don't understand why even the media wants to twist yeah. it and be like she hates all men or like the one about the New York one was that men stare at me or something I didn't <laughs> mean that read. all men stare <laughs> at me I meant like I get funny looks from certain men because it's a it's... woman walking on to side but some people read it literally they cannot see like read yeah. what you meant like and I think that that's what like that that was probably one of the more recent ones. And I was fine with comments up until then, but that one shook me. It shook me. It's, I remember it's going sad. crying to Mammy, and wow. she was just like, "She was like, Kate, it's fine, it's yeah. fine." But I was like, "Yeah," but it makes me be like, "I hate all men, and men men yeah. love to look at me and blah blah blah." That's not what it's about, like. No, and I, I read that headline and I knew, I knew just from reading it, it was completely sensationalised and it was, it was completely taken. Because I've seen it done with other women in construction. I, I've seen the same yeah. thing replicated by the Daily Mail, by all these other medias. And it's a sensational headline that people go, oh, she's saying that all men looking at her boobs or whatever, you know, like, and, the, and that's, n and these people don't say these things like, and you didn't yeah. say these things. It's just to get, yeah. get grabs and then, then you get all the personal comments and all these kind of rubbish. And like, then they're posting pictures from your social media. That's what annoyed oh. me the most. Did like, I don't mind any, terrible. I don't mind any, any pictures yeah. from site being put up because like the way I look inside is the way everyone sees me anyway. So it's fine. Like, but then I put like, going out and stuff that's personal that's nothing to do at work so the world doesn't need to see me on my night out they just took your photos and shared them yeah. that's disgusting they I were connected to the article so I've, I've let it go now like I actually don't yeah. care but at the time I was just like even like what would people at home like my friends yeah. people who know me from home be like oh look at this one getting too big for her boots like that's not what it was that's the way they painted me to be though yeah and I, I I think anyone who knows you would know. And I mean, I I, yeah. I didn't know you, but I knew you didn't say that, you know? So yeah. I think any, yeah. anyone with an ounce of common sense can read through the lines and see the bullshit. Yeah. And I think it's sad um, how these things affect us. And I think it's sad that other young women, other people who want to get into construction see these things and, you know, and read all these horrible yeah. comments and... And it kind of it is crazy off. but sure of course it's going to put off someone else like i'm like if if they're reading like oh see an article they're like oh maybe i'll do that and then everything yeah. underneath it's so it'll destroy someone like yeah no it's it's really awful and I, I think what you're doing is brilliant i think the way you handle it's the same way that anyone else would handle it and it's the same way i yeah. would handle it and it would upset me as well i, I was going to touch on it and it's it's one of those things when i read through it and i I thought to myself, I hope she's not reading these comments because they're awful. And it's it's crazy. And I thought of myself as a really, really strong person. Yeah. And like, even mum said to me, she said, Kate, come on, you're better than this. You're stronger than this. But it's going to affect someone. If someone's tearing your looks apart and tearing yeah. your personality apart and they have no idea who you are, it's going to just eat you alive. 
No, it's awful. But uh, the videos aside from that, I think were really inspirational. The RTE one was really good. The one you did for On The Tools was fantastic. Do you find do you find other ladies reaching out to you now and kind of saying, how did you get into that? Or can you give me a bit of advice? And Yeah, I think it was great because I know there's a few girls that in Ireland in the construction industry that have reached out like this. Did you ever hear the term Mammy? Great woman. Yes. And she she reached out and there's there's loads of other girls that have reached out and some of them might be apprentices or you know, like but see uh, being in construction for women, like it's not strange for me because I grew up on a farm. Right. And I, like I have a sister younger sister and the girls always did the farming. Like we loved doing the farming. The boys had no interest, they loved sport. We love farming. So like we just I just never thought of things as boys and girls. Like my best friend is a, a farm manager. My other best friend is an elect- um, electrical apprentice. So like I've just been around it, so it's it's not foreign to me, like, but to other people, they're like, Oh my god, this is so weird, like you know. <laughs> Did Sometimes you... then I feel like really manly. I'm like, oh god, okay. <laughs> <laughs> When you first walked on site, did you feel a bit different? Did you notice you were different or did you just kind of go, oh, this is fine? She said you were a bit uncomfortable at the start. Yeah, in Dublin, I didn't feel uncomfortable in that sort of way at all. But that was because I was in the office first. Right. And then I started gradually to go outside. The lads knew me by the time I was in the crane and they were like, oh, that's just Kate. And when yeah. new subbies came in around them, they're just like, oh, yeah, it's just Kate. Kate's up there. Who's driving the crane, Kate? Like, yeah. I was, I was one of the lads. So then when I got my, like, I went down, back down to Galway. And let me tell you, Galway was worse than Dublin. It was so hard. I'll never forget my first day. I, uh, oh my God, I was like, how am I going to get through this? I Like, I didn't know how, <coughs> excuse me. But like that again, I went the first day, first week, maybe first two, three weeks, really uncomfortable. Then started to get to know the lads. Yeah, and everything just became easier then. What made it uncomfortable that first, that first few days, I, that first few weeks? What made it, what made it you feel uncomfortable? I think that lads just don't know how to talk yeah. to a woman. Yeah, like I would in the mornings, I'd walk in, I'd say hello, and the, nobody would be rude. Like nobody would be rude. Like people would say hello, or like even if I didn't say hello to them, I'd hide my head down because the first few mornings going in, I had my head down. That was it. <laughs> And then when we, I, I, I was like, oh, like, are they look, like, you get paranoid. It's like, not all of it is yeah. the men either. I get paranoid as well. Pure you paranoid. Do, yeah. Like, are they staring at me? Like, what's going on? And then I started to get to know the lads. Some of them never warmed and they won't warm. And, you know, it's so surprising because I thought that older men, would be harder because they're so that they'd be more old fashioned and stuff. It's actually some of the younger men that find it hard. And I really just think it's intimidation. They don't See, know how to talk to a woman on a construction site. Yeah, I think they yeah, I can imagine maybe in Galway where they, they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't see many women on a construction site, yeah. I imagine. So um, I, so I just thought it was strange. so strange because I thought the older men would be way more different. Like, they'd be like, this is not right. Well, sure, some of them, they, they took me under their wing. Like, I started a new job there a few months ago. 
and I mean like I we, we went on builders holidays I couldn't wait to go back like they're just <laughs> like they're so good to me like they're so good to me and on that site that I started working on it's for Warden Burke and there's eight women on nice. site like I've never worked with a woman before and then all of a sudden there was eight and I was like, oh my god I'm so spoiled like this is brilliant <laughs> I was like a child at Christmas because it just it was just so good to see like I couldn't get over it and the girls like there's engineers like a lot of them are based on site there's QS's yeah. engineers like they're just brilliant and so good at what they do like so good at what they do and it's just it's like oh my god it? It yeah it really is it really is and I, th- I do think it does help to meet a few more women and a bit more of a oh, diverse absolutely. population sometimes to make you feel a little bit more comfortable sometimes it can go yeah. the other way and i've had you know i've been on site where women wouldn't talk to me you know and it's yeah i've i've had that as well like <laughs> where women i've gone to different things events and stuff and women that i think are really really high up in the construction like in the off more office side of things that they'd be high up in their jobs like i find it really hard to approach some of them now not all of them some yeah. of them and then there's some women that just love to see people getting into construction like so it is hard like to balance it i suppose it is and it's it's and i guess it's you know from what i've I've always worked in london i guess ireland's a whole new dimension on that especially working in galway would be very different i'd imagine yeah galway was tough now (laughs) (laughs) because i can i can only go because we're we're down south obviously my mum's irish from waterford and we're we're well down south and i was talking to someone about construction there and he said, oh, I've never seen a woman on site and this. And I thought, yeah, but you probably haven't actually, you know, you kind of, it's very, yeah. it's very rural, very rural where we are, like probably where you are in Galway, a lot of farms, a lot of farmers. Yeah. And not, not many sites, not many tower, no tower cranes. No, so. no, you'd rarely see a tower crane. What, what crane are you in at the moment on the site you're on, Kate? At the minute, I'm on a crawler crane. But I'm actually doing work work experience as well. It's only relief driving I'm doing because I'm going starting and um civil engineering apprenticeship. Oh wow. There's, <laughs> there's a new engineering apprenticeship out this year. So I'm so lucky that the company have offered me to go and do that. So I'm gonna start that and see how it goes. Oh, that's amazing. Oh go on, Kate. Um what what's how does that work? Will that be on site and in uni or in college or how will it work for you? So that's four days a week working and one day a week in college. And nice. uh the college is online apart from one day every month. So I like I think it's great, like 'cause the way I've gone now, I've been working for so long that I could not possibly go back to college full time. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. And like, I was the person in school that was like, I have to go to college. I have to do really well. I have to get a degree. I'm going to do my master's degree. Like, where was I going? Like, what was <laughs> I thinking? I, I'm the complete opposite now. I could not think of anything worse than sitting in a lecture hall. Oh my God. But like the fact that even like, I just think it's brilliant. The fact that they're always, like starting to make these apprenticeships. Like right. in Ireland now, there's apprenticeships for QS. There's apprenticeships for civil engineering out this year. Even my friend is doing the farm management one. Like you used to have to go and do exercise for that. So it's like just the fact that people, the uh, government are bringing out apprenticeships. Oh my God, it's just savage. 
that's I mean I'm well I'm very very pro apprenticeships I think they're a brilliant way to learn and study and I think it sounds like in Ireland I mean I don't know much about the Irish educational system Uh, educational educational yeah we'll go with that education system (laughs) but um, I think the fact that there sounds like they're investing in apprenticeships sounds like a really good thing and you seem quite excited to be starting yours Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's the first time I've really been excited to do something new because I thought like, oh, I'd have to go to college. I'd have to do this. I'd have to do that. Like the fact you can become a civil engineer out of an apprenticeship is just unbelievable. And like, sure, why wouldn't you? Like, you, like people always complain in companies like, oh, the students coming out of college, they're so green. They don't know what to do. We have to train them up again. Like, why aren't they teaching them what they need? So like, if you're on site every day and then getting also the theory behind it in college that one day a week and doing exams and stuff and you're constantly studying like you you couldn't think of a better way like like you're going to come out way better and you'd have more experience under your belt you'd be way more employable and you'll still be in construction which is another bonus how long is it how long is the apprenticeship uh three years because it's a level seven but they're developing a level eight apprenticeship now so hopefully by the time i finish my level seven i'll be able to do a year add on my level eight Oh, that's fantastic. No, you'll have to keep in contact and let me know how you get on with it. Oh, absolutely. That's brilliant. What crawler are you operating at the moment then? Uh, IHI. Okay. What's it like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's nice, yeah? Okay. There's, there's levers on site in our clothes. Three levers on site. And I was just like, can I not have one of those, please? Yeah. Like the lovely... There's one of them that's only, I think... It was, I, I call it brand new. It's not, it's like two years old, but like basically brand new. Yeah. They're a dream to drive. I got to drive on one day. <laughs> oh, no, well, you, you know the lever response on my podcast, so they'll, they'll absolutely love that you said that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're, we're big lever fans as well. They're, they're absolutely oh, fantastic. Yeah. I, can't, I can't say anything about the crane you're operating. I haven't operated one, but... It's brilliant. You can tilt the chair back and go to sleep. Tilt the whole cab back and just <laughs> legs up for the day when you're not busy and flat out of sleep. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> so, Kate, quick question. Sort of off the back of everything we've been talking about and talking about women in construction and how to get more women in construction and we haven't even hit on other diverse minorities, but we'll, we'll stick with women. Um, yeah. How do we get more women into construction? Do you think it's by like obviously you're out there in social media you're doing your posts and people are contacting you through that do you think it's kind of by visible role models or do you think it's more information in schools or or both i definitely think information in schools is a huge problem oh my i couldn't like i can't stress it enough like we were not allowed to go like we have solace apprenticeship talks when you're in leaving so you get called out to them like you get like different talks on different areas of different career paths and when the the apprenticeship talk came to the school we wanted to go we were told the girls were told no it's only for the lads because you're only trying to miss class so maybe maybe at the time i i might just say i probably was trying to miss class (laughs) but what if something actually could have sparked a thought like you know you just never know yeah and i do think it just needs to just information needs to be pushed and apprenticeships like for both girls and boys need to not be frowned upon like like I even have told like a few people like oh like because I was thinking about going to college and then their friendship and I was like no doing a friendship no brainer friendship and then I was like would you not go to college I'm like no yeah 
like what's wrong with friendship like you know i just think I, I, I just couldn't think of any better way of learning how to do something and get qualified in the friendship. So I just can't understand what way people's brains are going. You're preaching to the choir because I, I completely believe in that as well. And earning while you're learning. What's, yeah, exactly. what's the frown upon there? And I think, um, exactly. I, I think you're right. I think, you know, we need more interaction in schools with apprenticeships and with sites and things like that and it's a bit like you said I you didn't really fancy construction it wasn't for you you kind of pushed yeah. against it but once you got out there you're like actually this is great I actually really enjoy it and I read a study recently in America and they're setting up these um these groups for for young girls to go and try construction trades they're like 14 or something like that that's such a good idea oh my exactly. god like I was just about to say that like, I would not have even pursued into construction if I didn't realize the atmosphere and the opportunities within construction. You know, if I stayed in that office, I would have gone to Budapest the following year. You know, if the lads weren't so nice and I was having to crack with them and got the sense of the atmosphere, like I would have been like, no, Budapest. Like you, you need to experience it. it and there's so many girls gone into college, into engineering. Like, well, not so many, but the ones that are majority of them have never been on a construction site before their placement so like that's a problem as well sometimes you know it's, absolutely just it's get people in so they know yeah. so they know what it's like imagine because you committed yeah. to a you know a university you committed for three years of your life studying something that you've never tried you might never have yeah. been on site and things like that and it's it's a big commitment for something that you're not really sure but about i never thought about engineering at all and I went to meet someone with the lads from Wardenburg, Michael, and I said to him, could I have a job in health and safety? I was like, I'll just do health and safety. It'll be fine. I'll get through it. I'll hate it, but it'll be grand every day. I'll just go in, do my job and get out. And he would just said to me, he's like, Kate, why would you do health and safety if you're not going to like it? He was like, you're going to be, you hated the office before, you're going to hate it again. He said, you, it's not for you. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know what else to do. And he was like, what about engineering? I was like, no, like engineering. I was like, I won't be able to be an engineer, like an engineer. And he was like, why wouldn't you? And at the time, I, we didn't know about the apprenticeship coming out. He was like, go to college, do it. And I was like, no, nope, can't do it. And he was like, well, will you go on to a site for me and I'll put your shadow in an engineer? Like, like that again, the opportunity that was given to me like it was handed to me on a plate, but I, could, I couldn't be more thankful for it. Like now I know what path I want to go down as a career. And that's from trying it. Like I would never, ever have thought yeah. about engineering before that. And he just said to me, I remember telling him, I want, want to be a vet, now I want to be an engineer. And he just said to me, well, how much has a cow changed in the last 30 years? And how much has construction changed? He was like, nobody could actually go through the amount construction has changed. So like, I... it's such an exciting job. It, honestly, it really, and I'm, I'm going to pick up on something you said about things being handed to you. Nothing's been handed to you, Kate. Things have been offered to you because you work hard. Don't ever think you're just getting all these things handed to you and that, you know, they're just flopping into your lap because that's, that's not really how life works. We get opportunities and we get chances, but you get them because you work hard and because people can see that in you. 
yeah. sorry i just it's the way you're going it was just happening yeah. to me and, it, and it's not it's because you it's i know i know I, and i do the same thing i, I kind of lighten everything and, and talk it off but it's because you work hard and because you're good at what you yeah. do and that and because people believe you can do it they wouldn't put you through these courses if they didn't believe you'd come out the other end of it that's that's what but that's women's biggest problem they will praise themselves the men out there will be praising themselves all day long <laughs> uh, yeah no exactly and just just always remember nothing's been handed to you you've worked it that's that's Thank the honest you. truth of it it's um regardless of what people say or what people believe or what nasty crap they write all over the internet um nothing's been handed to you you've worked it and it's not an easy industry to make a mark in and you've managed to do that at the age of 19 which is massive 20 last week <laughs> were you oh congratulations i'm Happy in my 20s now <laughs> what, what date I'm... was your birthday the fifth so latin saturday on saturday before nice happy birthday leo during leo the Beijing's holidays it was great <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna finish up kate but i'm gonna ask you one more question before we finish up what's one thing we can all do to make the construction industry a little bit better i think just if there's younger people coming in or even people that just want to change career just be supportive of them like just don't be questioning their every move don't be you know just be supportive and like don't treat them as a hindrance or a nuisance to you like they're under your feet getting in the way teach them show them because like someone had to show you or like you found out some way and if they don't have someone to show them then how are they supposed to learn like everyone has to learn everyone starts somewhere i think a lot of people forget that they were once starting out like so i think that's just I think it might apply to every job, but I think just especially in construction, just just forget people forget that they started out at the same same level as everyone else. I think that's a really really good note to end on, and I think it's um it's a really good thing that we can all do, allow people to learn. But thank you so much for coming on, Kate. I've you've been a fantastic guest. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Josie.